Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Hootin' and Hollerin'. I'm Matt Mitchell. Before we get into today's episode, I should probably stop and apologize because I told y'all last time that new episodes would come out every other Tuesday and you're probably listening to this for the first time on a Wednesday, which means I did not uh, keep up my end of the bargain there. I have made one promise to y'all since the start of this podcast series and I've already broken it. But I should warn you, if I have not told you all this already, I'm also editing these podcasts by myself, so uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm learning this as I go, and it is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A disaster. You know, uh, I keep trying to find uh, new technology to make this job easier for me, and then uh, as a result, uh, it just takes longer. So really quite the opposite of making it easier for myself. But you know what? I think that down the road from now, maybe I'm still doing this podcast thing, you know, a year or two from now, and we really got it going. Like, it's a well-oiled machine. We can all go back and look at these early episodes and just laugh at what a fool I've been. You know, maybe I finally got somebody else to do the editing for me, or I just learned how to use a computer and, and do it myself. Either way, things have got to get better, right? That's a question I'm hoping the answer is yes, because you can only go up from here. Um, but we'll see. Anyway, today's uh, guest on Hootin' and Hollerin' is a real treat. I'm excited I got her on here today. Her name is Tara Town. If you're not familiar with Tara, she is all over TikTok and Instagram. She is uh, a content creator who focuses pretty much exclusively on the 90s. So if you're uh, like an 80s baby like me, you're going to find this episode to be a real treat. And even if you're not, you're going to have a good time because we're going to talk about things that if you were at least not living under a rock in the 90s, you're going to remember. If you're not already following Tara on TikTok and Instagram, you need to be doing that. On TikTok, she is Tara underscore town. And on Instagram, she is it's underscore Tara town. Pretty simple. You should be able to find her. Uh, anyway, let's go find out what Tara is hooting and hollering about. Tara, thank you so much for joining us on Hooting and Hollering today. Uh, it is so good to be here. I, I'm such a fan of your content. It always brings a smile to my face. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I enjoy the trips down memory lane that you provide us, um, especially uh, bringing back some memories, you know, usually pretty good. I don't know. There's some like, um, PTSD that came with like, uh, MySpace and AOL and some messenger. When we get into the early days of social media flashbacks, it's like, uh, that's some cringy, it's cringy time in my life. I'm afraid we're going to like, somebody's <laughs> going to find my live journal from back in the day. Um, oh, they probably have, if they haven't yet. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how to log back in and delete it. It's just going to be out there forever. <laughs> it's, it's sad. But uh, before we get into all that, it was something interesting we were talking before we got going here was um, you're originally from Tennessee, uh, yes. but you're That's now living Tennessee. in Australia. Yes. <laughs> which Bit of a change. A little bit, but then also at the same time, yeah. maybe not that much of a change because uh, I've heard from uh, a lot of people that Australia is just one big Florida. So... Yeah, I mean, Florida's not Tennessee, but it's still somewhat southern. It's basically it's still hot, and there are yeah. critters everywhere. Definitely, in some parts of Australia, there's a, a certain area called Queensland, and people I would think would compare that to Florida. Uh, where I live is in Victoria. I live in the city of Melbourne, 
and here it's uh, it's very multicultural. It's it's not really what you think Australia would be. There's, I mean, I've met people from countries I didn't even know existed here. I mean, it's it's incredible how many different nationalities are are in Melbourne. Yeah, how long have you lived there now? Um, I've lived in Australia for eight years in total. So I've traveled around to, to the different cities there. And I would say I started off in Darwin and that was a little bit more warm. And I remember one of my first nights there, I woke up to like a humongous spider on the wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I think I felt I was really living the Australian outback um, kind of experience. Um, and then I moved over to Perth and it had just a lot of really beautiful beaches there, a little bit more laid back. Um, but not as like outback as Darwin. And right. then now I'm living in Melbourne, which is um, one of the bigger cities here. So um, you don't see many critters, many critters here. Only if you drive a couple hours away, you'll get into um, more of the country towns where you see like kangaroos in the wild, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So is it kind yeah. of like here, like you've got to watch out for deer crossing in the middle of the road? Yes, exactly. So it, it's just kangaroos yeah. in Australia. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when I took a trip not too long ago, that was about a couple hours away from Melbourne, there were crossing signs that you had to watch for kangaroos. And actually I was going pretty fast on the road and there was just like this whole, maybe like 10 kangaroos that were crossing. Um, so I had to completely stop my car to let all 10 kangaroos cross the road. So it was pretty incredible. Wow. How, yeah. how hard is it to get sweet tea in Australia? It's not it's not easy. <laughs> Sweet tea isn't a thing. They love tea. So um, they always ask if you, if you go over to someone's house, the first thing they ask is, do you want a cup of tea? But it's like hot tea. It's oh, yeah. not. It's the British It's stuff. not sweet it's tea. Not... Yes. That's unfortunate. And uh, country music is not, not a thing here at all. Even though they um, gave I did, us I was Keith lucky Urban. Enough... Yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Um, there's one radio station that plays country music here. And it only plays country music for a few hours of the day. And then the rest of the day, they always play another type of music in another language. So essentially, it's like they equate country music to like a foreign language almost. Wow. So, yeah. Well, how in the world did Keith Urban find out about it and become like a country music I don't know. from Australia? That makes I don't know. Is, is country music like your, your favorite genre of music? It's not my favorite, but I do love some good country. I mean, you can't um, escape it if I was you grew in up Tennessee, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I recently took a trip. Well, right before COVID hit, actually, last year in the beginning of 2020, and went to Nashville and just had fun going in and out of all the different places um, that played country music. I really missed that because you know, obviously, it's not a thing here. So. I'm sure it's somewhere like if you if I really search for it, I, there's probably like a tiny little country cult somewhere. But. Gotta be. Uh, so really just want to dive into some 90s nostalgia with you. Is there, is there one thing from the 90s that you wish that they would bring back, but they just haven't done it yet? Um, there's one that's in the talks. Um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, wow. They are bringing. Yeah, they're supposed to actually be bringing that back. Uh, soon but it's but it's geared towards adults so millennials will actually be able to go on there and this the, the courses are, are supposed to be harder and yeah I don't want that I want the same simple courses for children <laughs> but for me to dominate is what I want exactly get that monkey together at the end I think is everyone's goal I, I, that now. I tell you what I was just about to say I don't think there was any tv show that frustrated me more to watch than legends of the hidden <laughs> temple because you I would just <laughs> scream at that tv for those kids y'all that monkey's in three pieces how hard is it to line it up 
Yeah. It must have been because, I mean, you know, you had the creepy temple guys that stole you away and, you know, going through all the different mazes. It seemed that was the most challenging part, but it was always the very end putting together the monkey. And I would love to meet someone who was on that show that had to put it together to like, let us know what, you know, what, what, why couldn't you put it together? Yeah. Yeah. What's so, the problem here? Are you just stressed yeah. because the, one of those like creepy temple guys is going to run out and jump at you? Cause I can, <laughs> I can see that. Maybe I see as an adult, if we did that, I would, it would be hard for me not turn around and take a swing if somebody tried to jump me from behind while well, I'm trying to put this yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, totally. They'll have to make the, the those guys a little bit bigger, I think, so we don't, like, knock them out unintentionally. So. Uh, that, yeah, that was – and then you got the you got the questions. What was, what's his name? The giant talking head. Olmec, was that his name? The giant, yeah, yeah, the giant yeah. Head. All he, he would tell you yeah. a story, and then you have to, like – answer questions from the story that he just gave you and those kids are just standing there like they've never <laughs> like blank stares in their faces like guys Olmec just told y'all to answer this question I would get so uh, I would be the same though you know we'd all be the same mm. no <laughs> give me a yeah chance. but it's our it's our chance now so like let's go I, we should I, be on a team this is the first I'm, I'm fired up I just want <laughs> I just want them to bring back the old everything old school everything original and let us as adults come in there and dominate it Finally. exactly finally wow. yes that and then I, I didn't want to do guts because it just yep. seemed a little like too much physical activity for uh <laughs> for me but i did want to piece that aggro crag because that thing Dude, was awesome. i know right that was the best part of that show the trophy at the end it would have been worth it i think all that physical labor absolutely that was that was the coolest thing and i just remember I, like i've caught reruns of some of these like 90s double dares another one and you see the prizes they give away if you don't get the grand prize is like you win like a dozen yo-yos or a bicycle. Yeah. Like the prizes were yeah. terrible. Like but they were so up. good as a kid though. I remember thinking like, oh, like I want the 12 yo-yos. I do. <laughs> you know? I just don't know why like that fired us up. That would, uh, yeah, they'd have to make the prizes better too, for sure. Yeah, that would be awesome though. I would, Legends of the Hidden Temple put me on, uh, what were the, the blue barracudas yeah blue barracudas the purple parrots silver monkeys silver monkeys was a, that was a good i feel like if you were on barracudas or monkeys like the, i think the producers yeah. knew you were going to be one of the good teams <laughs> yeah, purple totally. parrots they would have put me on purple parrots it was like <laughs> these guys they're not gonna they're gonna fall in that pool or whatever at the beginning and they're out. always they always i don't know what happened with the purple parrots but yeah you're right yeah, that was the producer signal that these kids are not, they're not going to yeah. make it. Another question I was thinking about 90 stuff. This one has popped up in my mind a lot because I have a two-year-old daughter. And so she's, um, you know, anytime you ask her if we're going to go get something to eat, like fast food, it's going to be Happy Meal. Um, mm -hmm. And we get the toy and the Happy Meal toys now are just terrible. Like sometimes they're not even toys. Like right now it's Pokemon cards. And mm -hmm. she has no idea what these are. Um, yeah. And those came a little bit after. I was a little bit too old or maybe just thought I was too old for Pokemon cards. Um, but the toys now are just like nothing like they were when we were kids. Um, is there like a, have you done anything on Happy Meal toys from back in the day? I know you did like the Halloween buckets. The yeah. McDonald's Halloween buckets were, were awesome. Like the glue in yes. the dark, they were awesome. Yeah. Is there like a, a, a 90s Happy Meal toy that stands out to you? 
Oh, there's, there's so many. Um, I actually, when I went back home um, a year or so back, I found in my attic this old suitcase with all of these McDonald's toys in them. And it was amazing. And I brought some of them over. I should have, I should have them with me. But I remember this one in particular, and this is a weird one, but it was like this steak. And you could pull the arms out of the stake and the hands. Do you yeah. remember that one? He had like, like a little a, green cap, I think. Yeah, he was. it wasn't like a transformer, but he, I don't, it was, Yeah. it turned into like a little man or something, right? Yeah, they had a lot of toys like that where you, yeah, they would turn into like different things, which I thought was really cool. Um, so those were pretty awesome. And then they always seemed to have um, a little tiny something of whatever was really popular at the time. So for example, when Beanie Babies were all the rage, I remember everyone used to line up oh, for yeah. ages to get one of those little tiny Beanie Baby toys. Um, or, you know, if there was a new movie coming out, they'd always have, you know, like Aladdin or Jasmine figurines. They were, they were really cool. Oh yeah. So. So, those, uh, and now the Disney stuff, the last like few I remember have been like keychains for kids. Yeah. It's like for, for, keychains for what keys what keys yeah. does a child wow. have <laughs> yeah these toys are terrible but the beanie babies definitely like i you talk about the mcdonald's ones right now in my attic is my wife's giant orange tub of her beanie baby collection i don't know why we still have it they're worth nothing <laughs> but in there are still in their original mcdonald's packages are those those little beanie babies completely worthless but we still have them i don't know why I am still holding out hope that Beanie Babies are going to be worth something one day. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I still got that Princess Dial Bear up there. I'm holding oh. out hope. Yeah, same. I've got one in like a special drawer. Like Princess Diana will forever be intact. Perfect tags. Did you I never for, had the tag protectors though. But... I, was about to, I was about to ask you if you had the plastic yeah. snap on black. That made all the difference. Yeah. That's how you knew you were a serious collector when you had exactly. the tag protectors there. Yeah, or the box. Remember, some people had the boxes. Oh yeah, with a yeah. A little... It was like a clear box, like that you could put them in, and if you had that, you were like. That's the next meant... level. That's top tier. Yeah. So here's the here's the levels. It's like you have basic collector that I kept them, but I didn't take the tags off of them. Then you yeah. got I have plastic tag protectors. Then you have clear box. That's like that's next level. That's like they used to buy the books that they would publish that would tell you the price guide for them, which yep. would be hilarious to go. I need to get a hold of one of those. I bet that is yes. hilarious to look yes. at. Uh, yes. Then there's the top tier, which I know one person who did this, it was like my friend's mom had uh, them in a glass like display case in their living room. <laughs> wow. I, probably they were still in there in, in the mid 2000s when we know for <laughs> a fact awesome. that they were worth nothing. She still got him on display. Yeah. Old, old yeah. platypus just staring you down from her, <laughs> her two layers of glass protection. Yeah, I believe it. And I hope that they're still there. I hope they're still there. Oh, I'm, I need to, I need to check on that. Um, yeah. And I need to break the news to her that they're worth a dollar a piece now. That didn't even <laughs> hold up to what you paid for them. Oh yeah. But there's just still that, oh, like I, you just, you don't want to rip the tags off because you know, because I feel like we all just still have them stored somewhere because there's like we're all deep down inside think that they're going to be worth something, even though we know for a fact they're they're worth nothing. But oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I've yeah. tried giving a couple of those. I, I still can't I, I can't give my daughter like the princess die bear. Like I can't, you know, 
I'm still holding out hope that's worth something, but I'll take like, I think yeah. a couple of the random ones that like I've never heard anything about and I've taken the tags off and given them to my daughter thinking like, maybe she'll have some like fun with these, like, you know, as, <laughs> yeah. as probably they were intended to be used as toys at the very beginning and she has <laughs> nothing for them at all. She just, oh, I was like, who are man. these even for? These <laughs> complete waste now. Nobody wants to play uh, with them. Nobody will. Yeah, no one did play with them ever. It was just kind of we just all collected them, and then you went over to your friend's house, and they pulled open their the lid of their tub, and you saw their massive collection. I think I had maybe like five or ten. I don't remember how, but I remember going over to some people's houses, and they would have like hundreds, hundreds. All in, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, let me. Um, speaking of speaking of that, this kind of like is along those same lines. I was thinking about like 90 stuff that makes no sense uh, today. It didn't, I don't know if it, did, it didn't really make sense to me in the moment in the nineties, but now it really doesn't. And that I hope they don't even bother bringing back. Uh, and for me, that would be pogs. Ah. What was the point of that? I had some, but like, <laughs> I never even, there's a game that went along with pogs that I never yeah. even played. And yeah. looking back now, I'm like, what, what even is this? Why did people even like the phase for Pogs was really short. It was very short lived. Yeah. From it what was. I remember, but mm-hmm. I was just like, this is, this is the dumbest thing that they've ever come up with. Like next to the pet rock, maybe this makes no <laughs> sense. And we, we had so many interesting collections, didn't we? Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, I had a very small paw collection. The biggest for me was baseball cards, which I still can't quite give up. But uh, yeah. all of my stuff from the 90s is worthless because they made so much of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody has their base. It's like Beanie Babies. Everybody has them. Uh, nobody is getting rid of them. So they're worth nothing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They were fun to collect at the time, I suppose. I remember we used to collect um, Lisa Frank stickers. A lot of the girls used to like notebooks full. I'm not sure if that was if the guys were much into that. I would um I would get my ele- elementary school uh girlfriend uh Lisa Frank stickers. That was like my gift to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, you would have made her day because those things were like magical. And are they are they worth anything now? Because I know do you keep up with like this stuff from our childhood that is worth a lot of money now? Because it's crazy the things that are worth money. Obviously, the things we thought are worth were good would be worth money. Like beanie babies are yeah nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like a no. super nintendo game that you never took out of the box is like a thousand dollars now yeah i know right it's it's crazy but um no i i haven't looked too much into it but i i am curious because my parents they they didn't throw anything away from when we were kids it's all just stored in the attic so i'm sure we've got we probably have like a secret million dollars up there that i don't know about you know yeah, you but, never know yeah uh, yeah every now and then I see an article where somebody's talking about stuff from childhood and it, mm-hmm. for a little bit they were talking about like the Disney animated movie VHS tapes that mm-hmm. were like a certain type that worth a ton of money and I was like oh hold on we've all we've still got all those <laughs> yeah was, I checked eBay and it was like a lot it was like oh somebody listed that on eBay they're selling it for fifteen thousand dollars but nobody's buying yeah, it that's not right that's not how that works then I just get mad because I've got nothing <laughs> from my childhood that is worth any money at all yeah 
And do you remember the um, states and capital quarters? Do you remember when those came out? I've got that. I've got a completed map somewhere in this closet right now. No way. Oh, well, awesome. it's my wife. She she did it. I I don't think I I definitely did not have the patience to like save quarters because <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have used them on a Coke machine in a heartbeat. But she did. She's we've got like a map with all the quarters in it. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't. Yeah, or it might, I guess it was just the states, not the states and capitals. But yeah. It was yeah. pretty awesome. It's probably, I, don't, I haven't even bothered trying to see what that's worth. Um, my guess yeah. is 25 cents a piece per, <laughs> uh, I mean, I know for yeah. a fact that will not go down in value at least. That's the yeah. investment we've made. That yet. is true. Very it's safe investment there. Quarters. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so where do you get the idea for, uh, some of this, like your, the, the content that you make where you, especially when you do like, um, the videos where it's, it is kind of like rapid fire on different like things from the nineties. The like you did one the other day that like took me all the way back with that gack, that Nickelodeon yeah. gack. And I could smell it. I could smell that picture again <laughs> and feel it. Cause it left this weird oh, slimy stuff on your hands. Yes. Where, where do you get the idea to do some of this stuff? Everywhere. Um, everywhere to like, I'll be walking in the grocery store and I'll hear a song, you know, like a 90s song and it'll take me back. Um, I'll be watching a movie and it'll just like some of the memories will just come, you know, um, different places online, um, different like, you know, nostalgic groups and stuff. Just, yeah, literally everywhere. Or I'll just be talking to my siblings and we'll bring back some random memory um, even the comments, people will message me and talk about, you know, their experience from the nineties. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I haven't, you know, haven't thought about that in forever. So yeah, yeah literally everywhere. Have you had anything so. yet that you threw out there is like, do y'all remember this? And a lot of the audience was like, no, we do not remember that. That's <laughs> like, that must be just you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That that's happened a time or two. Um, not like there will be always like a few people that can relate but like, like I would say, you know, recently I posted about um, the Gushers commercial where the kids' heads turn into fruit. Yeah. Um, so um, that one got um, not as many views as, as a, a lot of my other ones. So I assume that not as many people remember that commercial. Um, I remember the Gushers commercial. The commercials in the 90s were extremely, yeah. extremely weird. They, yeah. they, they hit peak weirdness probably in the early 2000s with those Quiznos commercials. <laughs> Um, that was like the peak weirdness for commercials. And then it kind of leveled back out to where it is now, but all of the nineties was building to the Quiznos weird animal singing (laughs) commercials. It was always animals, wasn't it? Like the Taco Bell dog, the, uh, gecko from Geico. Oh, I, Um, I remember Taco Bell was selling those stuff, little, um, those Yokira Taco Bell dogs and you would, they were, I forget how much they were like couple dollars a piece but they would talk you press a little button in there and he'd say his little phrase or whatever i don't yeah. know why i i, I bought those i well yeah. i also just love taco bell so that may have been why yeah 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 every everyone um like had the like the t-shirts and and the dog and and do you remember the um the budweiser frogs were also quite popular back then oh yeah too. you just don't so. you don't see that anymore you don't see people get that fired up because you know why nobody watches no. commercials anymore that's probably yeah how- it's impossible for a commercial to go big because uh, yeah. I can't tell you the last time I willingly sat through one. It wasn't like a 15 second YouTube ad. Yeah. Uh, so the name of the podcast here, Terry, is Hootin' and Hollerin'. Uh, basically, we 
find out what you're hooting about, which is something that you're excited about, fired up about right now. It could be anything at all. Just yeah. You. And then holler in something that you're frustrated with, angry, disappointed, whatever it may be. So let's uh, yeah. let's start off with hooting. Uh, what are you What are you hooting about right now? What am I hooting about? Well, sticking with the '90s stuff. Did you realize that 3D Doritos are now back in stores? 3D uh, Doritos and Dunkaroos. I, well. I did. I had uh, my first bag of 3D Doritos in however long it has been, like uh, three or four days ago. I had the spicy ranch ones. Oh. They were they and? were very good. Although I seem to remember did them. Did bring back all the nostalgia? A little bit, but then I kind of remember, did they not come in plastic tubes back in the day? Yes. Instead of bags? Which would make yeah, sense that they would not bring that. Not very environmentally friendly to just to put a single serving of chips in a giant plastic tube <laughs> in hindsight, that was, that was pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, that they, they were good. The Dunkaroos I did yeah. have months ago. Um, and they, I don't know, they just didn't seem the same to me for some reason. I don't know yeah. if they changed it or if you just like, you don't appreciate that sugar as much, you know, because when you're in your thirties, <laughs> uh, yeah. But the 3D Doritos, I'm glad they're back. Dunkaroos, just something yeah. seems off. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people have said that about the Dunkaroos, that something seems a bit off about them. So, have you yeah, been, I, don't, I don't know. Do they have those in now, Australia? I, I haven't had a chance to try it because, yeah, there's we don't, we don't have those foods in Australia. We don't even have little Debbies here. Can you believe that? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I know you're really into it, and I oh, I love Little Debbie snacks. You're Grew from Tennessee. That's the birthplace of Little Debbie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I um, I even I found like a specialty store that had a Twinkie, and I like grabbed it, and I told my Australian friend, I was like, "You have to try this." <laughs> um, they had never tried a Twinkie before, so. What do they think yeah. of it? Uh, probably a bit too sweet. The food <laughs> is definitely different here. Um, everything's not as flavorsome i would say so not as much sugar not as much salt not as processed not as yeah not as processed yeah, that's the yeah. american way that's what we do it is pump exactly. it full of sugar yeah. uh, wow so they have like they have never tasted the goodness of an oatmeal cream pie uh or even no. like a, a christmas tree cake no wow. i know every time i go back to the states i just buy boxes of little debbies and bring them back because i'm like you guys have to try this oatmeal cream pie it will change your life wow but yeah but then also don't they eat this vegemite or whatever that is have you had there is vegemite have here. you had it i had it but unfortunately i didn't know how to eat it properly when i first bought it so i just was um i just got a spoonful and just ate a spoonful of Vegemite um, and apparently you're supposed to like put a thin tiny layer on bread with butter but I just like spoonfuled it out of the jar and to me um, it wasn't my favorite it was a little bit it tasted just really salty I just felt like I was eating a spoonful of salt um, but I think it's because I, I had it the wrong way because right. you're supposed to have it with like butter so huh yeah. It doesn't sound that great. It, it definitely, yeah. from what I've seen, doesn't look appetizing. Um, yeah, you know, but the kids, they go crazy for it. They, like, they would prefer that over, like, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Really? It's incredible. Yeah. 
I guess so. I should say about things looking gross because a lot of our Southern food looks pretty gross uh, too. But yeah, that is there is there like one a particular like Southern food that you miss the most that you can't find anything even close to it down there? I would say like probably fried chicken, just like a good old like fried chicken. I haven't been able to find that over here. Do they even attempt it or is it just not, is it just not good when you do find it? It's just not really a thing here. Like they, they do attempt it. Um, and I'm sure there's some places that, that do it well, but I personally haven't found a place that just sells like good fried chicken. Right. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that would be a big one. And a lot of things they're not made with, like cream you know how like back home everything's made with like milk and cream and all of that goodness yeah, yeah. Um, they don't really use use those ingredients um so i think just like missing that just cream-based food that's the is, secret um, ingredient like uh yeah like, like tons butter of butter and, yeah yeah exactly that's what makes everything um, good Man, I wish I could ship you some fried chicken right now, but I'm afraid it will not hold up going over the top I know, right? We need to invent something where you can just kind of pass it along the string here and I can. Oh, that would be great. I did have um, Taco Bell for a while. Um, I just saw the first Taco Bell today in eight years that I've been here as well. Wow. So that, um, I, yeah. I would think that so that would be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I always crave Taco Bell and I always crave Zaxby's chicken. For oh some my gosh. Yeah, you definitely not gonna um, find that down there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hard no. to find outside the South. Um, wow. Yeah. So I guess like it's just what is the, I guess McDonald's is the big fast food export. Yeah, they don't do fast food uh, very much here. So McDonald's and KFC and Burger King, but it's called Hungry Jack's here because there what? was already a chain called Burger King. Um, in Australia, so they had to change the name. I did not Hungry know Cat. that. Yes, so that's been a change. Being like, hey, you want to go to Hungry Jack's? <laughs> so, um, and they have Subway. So those are like the four big places, but it's not. There's not as many fast food here as there is back home. Hungry Jack's. I did not know that. Yep. So in what the nineties, instead of the BK Kids Club, do they have the Hungry Jack Kids Club? <laughs> They're the same characters, just different names. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, um, but maybe I'll have to look into that and see. Yeah, wow, that's well, I love something the new today. Kids Club. Yeah. So, what is something uh, that you are hollering about right now besides the lack of fried chicken in Australia? <laughs> um, well, something that I really miss um, going to the '90s theme as well is. Uh, I miss when gas prices were under a dollar. Do you remember when gas prices oh, were under a dollar in the nineties? I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I'm trying to remember what they were when I started driving. I think it was, uh, we were in the dollar range, but we were like 120 or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't, what, what's, what's gas down there right now for y'all? It's about $5 a gallon. Holy crap. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. No one listen. If you're listening to this podcast podcast right now and you're one of the ninety-nine percent of listeners in America, we've got to stop complaining. Five dollars. <laughs> uh because we're everyone over here is upset that we're we're we've finally crept back above two dollars for the first time in like a little over a year, maybe. Um, yeah. we've been paying like 
in the dollar fifties, dollar sixties for a while, but it was during the pandemic and nobody was driving. And there was some, right. whole, there was a whole gas thing with, with OPEC and Russia. I don't know. Um, but it drove prices down. So I don't feel bad about $2 anymore. That's <laughs> wow. $5. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't been driving that much, you know, through the pandemic and there's a lot of um, like the train lines, just about a five minute walk from my place. So yeah, so I actually, I don't, I don't drive too much because really everything that I need is just to walk away, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so. that's, that's one thing about other countries. Uh, they definitely have public transportation down. You can really only yeah. get that in major cities here. It's just non-existent in the South, pretty much. No, not yet. I heard um, they were thinking about building something in Nashville, maybe, like some sort of train line, but... Oh. That'd be, that'd be probably helpful because tra Nashville traffic is a nightmare. So anything to make that a little bit easier would be uh, pretty yeah. great. My advice would be yeah. stop working on 65 constantly. Maybe just uh, let the interstate be and stop doing constant road <laughs> construction would be a great start to that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I miss it. Interstate 65. <laughs> Gas prices. Miss it. Yeah, that's definitely something from the 90s. Um, I yeah. could handle bring it back. Oh, and you brought you you had this the other day about like bottle caps. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was like, does nobody remember this when you would just like open your bottle cap, your Coke, and it would just say that you've won. And so then all you have yeah. to do is turn around and give the bottle cap to the cashier and get another Coke. Yeah. Right there on the spot. Exactly. On the spot. You didn't have to go online and enter your details. It was, you just gave it to them and they were like, cool. And then you got another free drink. It, that's exactly so. how the system should be. Now you have to like register an account and then yeah. like scan a barcode on your Coke. And just, it was just like, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, they used to do like Mountain Dew or somebody, I can't remember who, but during March Madness, the NCAA basketball tournament, they would put the teams on the, in the cap. And if the team won the national championship, you would turn that in. And I, I forgot if you'd get a Coke or you'd get some kind of, you'd mail it in and get like yeah, a, a prize. That's right. Oh, me and my buddies were all about that. We would have like oh, all these balls yeah. have terrible teams on them that had no <laughs> shot, like hoping they'd win so we could get some. Yeah. Ridiculous prize. Right. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. That just like 90s gas stations all around would be better because the gas is cheaper. You've got like mm -hmm. instant wind bottle caps, the good Dunkaroo yeah. back on the shelf instead of the new. <laughs> That's right. Go. And the, yeah. the full of plastic waste 3D Doritos are back. <laughs> yeah. Were that, were this, was it a plastic bottle or was it cardboard? I can't even remember now. But Oh, I don't. Yeah. It, yeah. All of it just seems better. And I feel like you had to go in the gas station too because you didn't pay the pump. So everybody would do it was right. more of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Bring back it? 90s gas stations. That's what we've been missing. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it would go under immediately. It would lose so much money on selling gas to <laughs> last for a day, but it would be fun. So Tara, tell uh, everybody listening where they can find you at on the social medias. Well, on TikTok, I'm under Tara Town. And Instagram, I'm under It's Tara Town. So if you type in Tara Town, you'll probably find me somewhere. Well, Tara, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Hooting and Hollering. Uh, I enjoy this little trip down memory lane and I'm, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I hope that you will join me on, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and do an audition tape for the both of us for Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, yes. I'm going to, which request. one, Silver Monkeys or? 
Blue Barracudas. Either one. I'm going to tell them, listen, we are not purple parrot <laughs> material. We're better than that. We're Blue Barracuda <laughs> material. Don't, don't, don't get it mistaken yeah. here. We're, we're legit yeah. contenders. Yes. Um, I think we can do it. I think we can. We'll, we'll put up practice sessions to put that monkey together and we'll be on our way. Listen, I... To win a new piano or something. <laughs> it's going to be a brand new yo-yo. A new 10-speed Huffy bicycle, a couple of yo-yos. <laughs> yeah. And a restraining order, because I probably punched that guy in the temple when he jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> <trying to see. laughs>